Yeah, it's stew in the pot, but we steadily always cooking more food, but still haven't found what we looking for. Purple ecstasy, fashion and mics, used to do it for the love, now we do it for the likes. Forgive me, believe in me, wake the fuck up, blips the life is fresh, I couldn't make this shit up. It's a movement, the word itself is a weird thing, they tell them, Monk, Mr. Greenweed's beard gang, never saw it coming, it's on with the eye cast, have a little popcorn, listen to this podcast, evenly rap. Guests be phenomenal, coming off current events that be comical. I'ma go crazy, times high stress. With so much on my plate, makes it hard to digest. West Side Chicago, Chicago is coming, humming to the beats, yo. Go Eels jumping. Welcome back to uh, week three, the third episode of Blips the Life podcast. I am your host, Felonius Monk. Dave Hellum is in the building as always. I got my man, Mr. Green Willow Weeds. Green Willow, you adding shit, fam? Dude, you there's so many names. Don't here. Sean Combs your there's names. So, yeah, there's man. so many names here, dude. For fall, real, fall back. Sometimes, oh, I, sometimes I gotta know who who listening. Oh, oh shit! You so got you street names. Know. You can't dude, use you all your. No, you never know. This, this motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> and this week we have a very, 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 very special guest. We have uh, Tyronda Jones, aka Ty. You may know her from her Soak On Challenge freestyle, and if you don't know her from that, it's because you're corny. <laughs> but you also may know her as Portia on the hit TV show Empire. <laughs> Welcome. To, and that's she. That's see? my phone. I'm so sorry. No, don't she worry probably, about it. She, that's, that's my sister. We going to Angry Crab, maybe. <laughs> you do what you want when you popping. Your phone can ring. I'm sorry. Anybody else's phone rings is off with their head. Yours is good because no. it might be money calling. Uh, welcome, first of all. Thank you for having me. Um, we I, I opened the show by talking about the So Gone Freestyle Challenge. And for those of you who don't know, of course, that's Monica's song, So Gone. Yeah. And a lot of people took the, the break version of it and... and dropped a hot or not so hot freestyles on it yours went viral um and i think partially is because we didn't even know you could spit and then when we found out you speak could, for yourself we now knew, uh, t- tell them you, you family tell that's not fair i was like somebody said i didn't know your wife could sing i, was like, I did but yeah like how did so so that threw us all off but the way i understand it music was what you did first is that right i've been rapping since i was 10 11 years old so like four or five years cool, cool, cool. no no cool. no i'm grown thank you very much what was your rap name uh my first rap name was lady t lady t and then it went from lady t to hypnotic and my brother gave me that name because he was a, he always said I was so hypnotizing. And then I said, I'm grown now, bro. I need I need something that's super dope. Describe me. And then heroin came about. Ooh, came oh, about lady okay. heroin. Okay. But it's not like I thought it was just heroin. I was like, God damn. No, that's, lady that's too heroin. Real. Uh, oh, from the from from like uh, the movie. Like Frank Lucas heroin, yeah, 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 but yeah. but more so like dope. Like I'm dope. Or I'm crack. Magic. I spit yeah, that. I yeah, you. I got that. Okay. And then um, heroin also for female version of heroic. Oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna play. We're gonna play the clip. It's gonna take a second. We're gonna play the clip of the so gone freestyle. Oh, y'all, Lord. y'all, <laughs> check these bars out and compare these bars to all of this garbage that's out right now. And tell me she's not nice enough to already be signed. Uh, Boom. Like, 
1988 was the year that I was established. I came and let these bras know that I am not your average. You would think my name was Pookie off of New Jack City. Cause my money keep on calling me and I'ma go get it. Cushion yeah. your fitted, so rock with patrol, sipping, slam dunking on you bitches. I'm Jordan, you all flipping. That means you's a sidekick. I'm a boss chick, swag so supreme, I'm on my Diana Ross shit Started from the bottom, now I'm slowly rising to the top yeah. I tell them it's my time, just check your watch in case they forget But I'm a savage, I'm Lady Heron, I'm a cut, I'm Blue Magic Started from the barrels of the slum, the living lavish Panoramic views, flipping money like gymnastics, dramatic Some say I'm arrogant, some call me cocky But I can get seductive when it comes to his body like you when I call him poppy, bending over like blocks. Ain't talking trash when I say by nature I'm not. Get it? He say he wanna beat it up like we was Ike and Tina. Yeah. When he give me head, he throw his tongue like a ballerina. I'm just saying that's fire. Fire. They don't know how that. That's just it's flames. That's all I'm saying. Man. I, I want you. Bars, to, I bars, want you to do bars. a track with my man Dave Hellum, because uh, Dave also is a certified beast. Man, uh, what's your rap name? Twig. Why they call you Twig? Because I snap on niggas. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. okay. I like, no, I like that. So you got to have a meeting behind your rap name. Otherwise, nobody will ever take See, you serious. And just like you, I had multiple levels. Uh-oh. So uh -oh. Tell, them what your, tell them what your first rap name was. My first rap name was Molasses Blade. Because my lyrics cut you slow and deep, right? I hate that shit, fam. Molasses, yeah, molasses I, I blade. Like it. It's right? wild, though. But hold on. I get it, but yeah, no. okay. And then, then we came into Winter Nipple. Yeah, it sounds like a stripper name, but okay. Because my, my rhymes are on point. You got it, right? <laughs> <laughs> they always on point. So. Wow. And then, okay. and then Twig was the last one. Yeah, because you be snapping. I snap. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then it was like, because of your size, you should, you should be called Tree. And I was like, I hate all y'all. That's, that's <laughs> No, just that's stick hurtful. with Twig, and I'm like I'm Redwood sure or some shit. <laughs> was your name always Mr. Greenweed? No, I was uh. Wiz, the microphone assassin. Unlike y'all, though, I ain't had like funny shit. I just was killing the motherfucking microphone because wow. I didn't want motherfuckers stepping to me all the time. So I had to let them know what it so was. So if people wanted to step to you, like you would rap and then the dad would just like dissolve. squash the beef? Like it, it was squat. I mean, I was slant. <laughs> That's dude. a 1980s shit. Dude, right it, I, was, I started rhyming in 86. <laughs> I would blow your head off. I started rhyming in 86. So you, it was you, it was like a saloon. So you know, you haven't you, seen it get down? You told cats you was rhyming and they was like, Challenge and they come at your ass. Sam man would pop up from yeah, the side. Yeah, it wasn't like that. Hey, you rap? Congratulations. No, I was like, people really did that shit. Yeah. What? Like, like, no, absolutely. In the eighties, like, like in the eighties, we'll talk about that room another time. Somebody knew you could spit. So like, you absolutely was gonna have you, to spit. You had to do something. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta let me see. So, so you started out doing music with rapping since you were ten. Yeah. Um, and so you had a music career first. I wouldn't call it a career. Okay. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't really go anywhere. Didn't pan uh, out. No, it did not. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, and then I started doing other things like uh, fashion design. Started designing dresses word, word, for people word. on the block and stuff like that. Cool. And then um, I started doing hair. I was just doing anything in the artist industry. Anything Meaning, creative. Yeah, artist. I'm an artist. A that's what we call it. A pure artist. Okay. Anything you name, I'm, I'm sure I can do. I'm, so I'm assuming that's how you made the transition into uh, acting. Because that's, listen, that's the hottest show on TV yeah. as soon as it came out. So how do you <laughs> get from, I'm you, rapping, you, doing hair, 
and you know selling weed out the back. Well, no. So, oh, no, I'm sorry. No. She didn't do that. She didn't. No, that was no, me. No. I was talking about me. Okay. Uh, how you get from? <laughs> <laughs> you tried it, but no, that's rap, not me. A rapping tailor who who does hair into <laughs> having a job acting on like that's a lot of people's dream uh, role. Was that your first acting job? It was my first acting gig. Wow. Uh, Tell us about this. My big bro Tim. He gave Timmy me a fly. Call. Yeah, my big bro Tim. Uh, he was one of those ones who always pushed me to another level and always made sure I stayed on track because it was a lot of times where I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore, bro. It's not going anywhere. I don't want to do it. And he always used to tell me, you're going to be the one to get us out of here. So you don't have no other choice but to do it. (laughs) So he forced me to like get back on track. But um, uh, engineer of ours, uh, whose studio we go to, uh, Miller Street, his name is Joe. Someone passed the info along to him and he passed the info on to my brother saying that Terrence Howard was looking for female rappers in their 20s. And my brother said, you need to do this. They looking for rappers. So we got the story wrong. We thought that I was going to go in, do my thing, and Terrence Howard was going to sign me to his hustling flow label. I didn't know what was going yeah. on. but <laughs> I didn't know. But the entire time I went in uh, to audition for a show. Now, the three days that I went to audition, I had no clue it was for a show. Right. I just kept reciting these lines to the casting director by the name of Claire Simon. And Claire she was like, Simon. you know what? Come in the next day. Come in this day. And I'm just like, oh, okay. But what am I here for? Like, where's Terrence? What, what is going on? And this is just straight acting, right? This is this, this was nothing involving rhyming. No. Nobody wanted to Absolutely hear not. No. No, and I came fully prepared. Like, I had a suitcase with me full, full of, of like full drawings, of just everything that I had. I got dresses. Drawing, yeah. I yes. had a suitcase. I'm dead serious. I had a suitcase no. with me. And um, that last day when I auditioned, uh, Lee Daniels was there. Hmm. And when I walked in the room, he said, uh, What's your name? Because they keep calling you Ty, but on the paper it's saying something else. What, what is your name? I said, that, Neither one of those are my name. My name is Portia. What? Yes, I love it. Yes, and, and that was and the we, character's name. Yeah, that you were Portia. Reading? Okay, cool. And cool. we we you we clicked. It. Yeah. I always claim any claim and everything. Gotta claim do. it. Yeah, gotta claim. It. My name is Portia. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing that shit. And I got the call saying you you got the role, and I didn't look. And you know what? I dropped everything. I was an assistant director of nutritional services mm. before all of this. And for, for city of Chicago, wait, 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 in Chicago cause, at a nursing home. Cause not to even cut you off, but like. Tell them that part, though, when they told you to come back and you kept it real, real. Because oh. a lot of actors and performers don't yeah, do this. Yeah, when, when, when she asked me, can you come back tomorrow at 4? And I said, look now, I got a job. And I can't keep leaving work. So. <laughs> Fuck that job. But they, but they looked at and I think that's why they were so into me because I was genuinely me. And yeah. I had no, because you know how people come in with headshots? You know, you were there. Mm-hmm. Th- th- you come in with your headshots, your resume is on the back. Right. I went to Walgreens and printed out pictures from Instagram, <laughs> like on little photo, pa- like it hey, wasn't man. a big headshot. Right. These were photos from it's Instagram. A, it's a selfie. You came in with a selfie. This is my first ever. That's and when dope. I, when I say the Lord, it's, it's a blessing. It's hard to explain. It's a freaky story, but it happened. That's and crazy. And I'm here to prove, I got some stuff to prove. Listen, you, what I think, what I think helps, because um, your character is very genuine. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's there's the, the part of it that you're an assistant where a lot of assistants will be like, I'm trying to stay out of trouble. I don't want to do this. But you keep your, your own personality throughout all the time. Yeah. And you're working with the amazing Taraji B. Henson, oh, who's who's so big as a personality anyway yeah. that you have to have someone who's got a spine to go toe to toe with her. Yeah. And to know that that's your first role 
And that you Heavy. literally every scene that you're in it, we no one ever goes, yeah, she got punked on that one. Oh. You hold your own. Like that's a that's a, an accomplishment. That's me in real um, life, but okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think I think that's what did well for you. I think it's hilarious that you went in with like Instagram shots. I just saw last night at my in-laws' house. There's two pictures of my son that are in a frame. And I'm like, who the fuck took pictures of my kid? And I looked closely and realized those were two pictures that I posted on Instagram and they went to work, printed the motherfuckers oh, out cute. and then put them in a frame. Cute. I'm like, that's what we doing yeah. now. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's what we are. So that, I mean, look, apparently it worked. It, it did, but you know, Lee Dang, he looked at it for a while like, what in the hell? <laughs> you a portion. Where did you, that definitely a was a portion moment. It was ghetto as shit, but I, hey, I didn't know. They just said, we want pictures, headshots. I said, I don't got no headshots, but I'm going to go ahead and print these pictures out with the filters and everything on it, and I'm going to give it to them, and it, it worked. Yeah, it goes to show like cats have this, they try to create all these smoking mirrors and try to be real psychological and, and try to have all these concepts of how they gonna get through the door but at the end of the day it always comes down to that that rawness that oh, people gonna know feel it. and that's they gonna know so it scary. yeah that's and what's that's so what scary they know it they know they know talent when they see it you know what's crazy about about Empire is um, speaking of female rappers I used yeah. to get my hair cut I used to live in Atlanta right and Breezy Breezy used to cut my hair <laughs> at Philly's <laughs> finest uh, in the West End yeah. so I'm watching the show I'm like I know this mug. Right now, right? so, <laughs> she's super dope, and she's so dope. You know? She's so, super dope. Yeah. She's the and she can spit. Yeah, she's one she of a kind. Though. She's yeah, a yeah. rare And she's nice with the with the with the bevel. The she bevel. The bevel. She, the bevel. <laughs> Shout out to Tristan Walker. She's nice with the bevel blade. Hey, mm-hmm. matter of fact, Tristan Walker, if you're listening, you should probably uh, sponsor this podcast. Uh, we will probably sell some bevels. I think black people listen to this, and we all get shape ups and shit. I need one now. <laughs> so shout out to Tristan Walker and all of the success of bevel. But uh, hook a brother up. So what's what, what's next? Like I know that right now you you locked in, Porsche yeah. is locked in, yeah. and you hope like we all do that Empire gets a twenty five thousand season run and, and you <laughs> keep cashing them checks. I know, uh, but you know where do you see yourself in two years? Like, are you going to continue? Are you going to go back and try and do more music? Is acting now your passion? Are you going to just continue to be this every woman creative that you know what I decided I don't want to be on the show no more. I'm gonna make dresses. <laughs> Again. I'm trying to be like Pinky in a brain. I want to take yeah. over the world. Nice. I want to do it all, though. I'm, I'm definitely going to try to pursue it all. Uh, if the good Lord let me, I'll, I'll pursue it all. Do it, man. I just want to let everybody know that I'm, I'm like, you can, you will, and I'm capable of doing whatever, as long as you put your mind to it. Well, again, after we heard you spit, the, <laughs> the idea that you that, that you even considered giving up on that side of it. Oh, I didn't give up. Yeah, it's just. Was, I'm not giving up. Yeah, it's just with you at that point. You were like, I don't know if this. Oh, is yeah. I, you know, yeah. sometimes it's funny how the Lord works. He he has a great sense of humor. Cardi um, B. Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know where that. That was a really weird. I don't even is know. That how. his nickname. I don't, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm just thinking if, Car- if, if Cardi I'm B can make an album. Oh, okay. If Cardi B can but make an album. Not, she, she she pretty nice she, though. She's not terrible. That's she's yeah, not terrible. Like she's not terrible. Shockingly, she's pretty nice. She's not you though, son. It doesn't okay. matter though. Everybody can't be everybody. Everybody can't be. <laughs> hey, hey. Comparison is the thief of joy, David. <laughs> Look, Kim gave you that affirmation anyway too, though. About a year yeah. ago, when you rock with her for I your birthday party, Kim, and, you yeah. know. that's dope. You open up for Lil' Kim. She's super sweet, and I was a little, and I never really get nervous, but I got a little nervous because I kept saying like, "What if this little lady don't like me, or what if she real funny acting? What if she?" But after I got off stage, she was getting ready to come on stage. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's my baby. And I started looking around like, what you talking to? She was like, you, hey, baby. I'm like, what's up, mama? 
Hey. <laughs> and it was it was like it was all love. It was all That's genuine dope. love. But people who know me like I'm a little Kim fan. That's who I grew up listening to. It's bananas because they tell you never meet your heroes, and that hasn't been my experience in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I met a lot of my heroes, and it's dope to hear other people saying oh, that yeah. they they bumped into somebody they really looked up to. And that's what it was. And and speaking of, it's going to be a lot of young ladies now, and you're their hero. Like, yeah. how does it feel? Because the show is shot here in Chicago. <laughs> you're a native Chicagoan. Yeah. You found success on a big network show and still get to be around the people you grow with. How does that change? What's that change feel like where last week you were Ty, this week you're like, oh, shit, that's Portia, and strangers <laughs> are coming up to you. Like, what is that? What's that transition like? All cockiness aside, <laughs> all no, I'm dead serious. All cockiness aside, uh, I, I knew that I was going to be something big. I just didn't know what or when. And my, my siblings tell me the same thing. They always say, we knew you were going to do something, but we just didn't know what or when. But I was like mentally, physically, everything, I was prepared. I was prepared for everything. And I always told myself, this is how I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it my way and my way only. So I was already prepared. But uh, I do get a little overjoyed sometimes. Or I'm being complete awe sometimes. Because it's just like, look on me. Where are you from in the city? Like, I'm like south side, 84 Peoria. Okay, yeah. yeah. South side? <laughs> hey, cuz, like, when was the moment, <clears throat> you know, not not the moment when you got on Empire, but when was the moment where you, like, said, you know what, I I think, like, like some celebrity walked up to you, like, and was like, hey, you know what, you're dope, I want to fuck with you, you're cold-blooded. When was, and then you said, whoa, I think I kind of arrived a little bit. When did you have that moment of clarity? Like, who was that person <laughs> that let besides you know. the empire where it was, you know, because that happens anyway. I know. But, like, you, like say, I don't want to be a spoiler, but I'll tell you when I thought it was like, <laughs> yo, this shit is crazy. No, let her tell it. Let her tell yeah. it. Who, who, you talking about when we went to the airport? Are you Th- that was crazy, that but just tell me your moment where you felt that it hit you. I can tell you mine, but you tell me yours. It took a long time for me to grasp it all because it happened so fast. But uh, I was I was at work, and uh, this was the very first season, and Patty, Labe- Patty LaBelle had performed on the show. It was like the last season. And me and Gabby were sitting down talking, and I told her, like, I, I just want to see Patty. She said, do you work today? I said, yeah, but my scene isn't until another six hours from now. I came to work early because I want to see Patty. Mm -hmm. And I've never been to a concert before in my life. So like to see Patty perform and like, that's my concert. And then they asked her, Hey, Patty, you want us to turn on the music or do you want to do a live? She said, Oh, I'm going to do a live, honey. I do a live. So I said, and she doing it live. I'm not going nowhere. But uh, after she got done performing, we, we all went backstage um, and everybody were asking for pictures. Everybody was, you know, consoling her like, you did good, good job. And I wanted a picture with her so bad. But then I froze up and I was like, nah, because I know she just got done working. She got on these heels. She old. She tired, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not even going to bug her. But when she walked, when she was walking past me, I walked up and then I froze. And I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not even going to do it. And then she stopped and turned around and said, hey, hey, girl, I know you. You that girl on that show. Look, honey, when I tell you I love me some you, I just love me some you. And then she swatted me on my butt and said, looking like Fantasia. <laughs> and normally I get mad. I get so mad when people say I look like her. Yeah. So I be like, no, I look like myself. I'm going to look like myself. You took that one off. I say, you know what? Everybody say that all the time. 
I couldn't even I couldn't even get mad. You don't argue with Patty. You don't yeah, argue with I Patty. Even, yeah, I couldn't even get mad. Yeah. And that was that was like the more like Patty LaBelle. This was before her pies came out or after This, this was right before her pies okay. came out. Her pies because her pies like that video went viral what last year? Yeah. Winter. In the wintertime. Yeah. yeah, it was the wintertime. Patty. I actually Patty. met the guy, uh, James Wright Chanel. That's Pretty crazy. cool dude. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt like that that actually may trump mine, but when you when Bette Miller invited you to a Halloween, oh yeah, party. okay, my bad. That was kind of that was because you know like because you know be your publicist like like, like, like the Bette Miller shit was really crazy to me. I thought it, I thought know, it was because I love weird but dope. Yeah, that's like, one of those like Bette Miller. Wait, before? me. And it's a Halloween, not a Halloween. It was um, a Halloween. What was that? Get it right. Get it it's right, in Green. New York. It was in New York. Oh, I was God, in New York man, for a little while. They said, Bet wants you to come to a Halloween party mm-hmm. and she wants you to speak. What? You was like, who? But what? Wait, what? She so I had to what? look it up, Google. Like, you sure y'all talking about the same Bet Miller yeah. I'm talking about? You said, is it Bet Miller? Because maybe y'all thinking it's Bet Miller. Yeah, from I didn't know. I, didn't, so <laughs> you sure I just Bette wanted Midler. to make sure. So when my public was like, you know, you know, everybody knows Hocus Pocus. I'm like, right. I just want to make sure just, that's the one. I know who Bet Miller talking about. is. I'm just making sure. And I went, and it was so dope. I met Mark <laughs> Jacob. I met I met so many Michael Core. I met a lot of folks and like when I say she's one of the coolest people one of the down to earth people I've ever met cause I thought I was and then she set all these other big names at other tables but I set literally two seats down from her See and she kept reaching over to me like you're good are you having fun and I'm like I'm, I'm a little drunk right now but <laughs> and I don't even drink but my liquor tolerance is real low and I think I had a little bit too much to set but I'm yeah I'm good. I had a finger, you know. Oh. They had some weird stuff there, like finger cakes. I don't know. It was like fingers. Okay, I need you to do that. Was, yeah, I was like, I was like, wait, wait, I, was like I was like. You ate someone's finger? That's not Yeah, that's it, not was, cool. it was pretty good. I felt like lady fingers. Is that the same thing? Okay. <laughs> no, that's, no, it's, 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 that's a snack. It's a snack. Oh, okay. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what it is. About licking fingers, ladies' no, no, fingers. New, new, nope, new topic, new topic. Okay. Nope, nope, got weird. It was weird as soon as I heard finger. <laughs> it's, I knew at some point you, the the real green weeds was gonna show up. <laughs> Not the publicist. Nah, uh, the, the one thing I will say is, and I've, I've noticed this through the interview, and I, I always felt like this from watching you on the show. But you are as down to earth as all of the people that you are talking about, and it's cool to hear someone who still oh, has that enthusiasm you. and still sees other people yeah. as, you know, I'm a fan. This is a big deal to yeah. me because to a lot of people, you are a big deal, and oh, I hope you. it continues to go that way. Um, what we wanted do is if you don't mind hanging around for a second we're going to take a very quick break we're going to come back and we'll talk about some things that's going on in the world and we would love to have you sit through for that and tell us what you think about stuff that you care about and stuff that you don't i like for you to say <laughs> nobody give a shit about that but either way uh if you can hang out hang out absolutely you know, thank you so much for your time ladies and gentlemen uh tyronda jones aka ty aka now nah, i'm portia <laughs> and we'll be back in a second with the rest of the blips to life podcast turn, turn up turn, turn. Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle humps. Ready to race to you. Oh, Fonzie, I'm so glad you're here. Okay, Cunningham, show me the jerks that took your lunch money, because they're cruising for a bruising. Right around the corner, Fonz, but I have to tell you, they look pretty different. I don't think they're from around here. That girl is wearing dungarees. Hey, no problem. Let's go. 
You mean that girl and guy over there? Hey, the Fonz doesn't care about difference. The Fonz's coolness does not discriminate. Hey, you goofy-ass motherfucker. You came back. Who's your greasy-ass cracker friend? Hey, the Fonz does not offend easily. Watch this, Richie. I'll get his girl over to my side with the old snapperino. Divide and conquer. Excuse me? Bitch! Did you just snap your fingers at my woman? I'll cut your motherfucking dick off and shove it up your finger-snapping ass. I don't know, Fonzie. Oh, hey, Cunningham. I'm not really used to being talked to like that. We need to conference about this. Step into my office. Where the hell is your office at, motherfucker? He calls the bathroom his office. We go in there together a lot. What kind of business y'all doing in the bathroom? Dick sucking? Y'all shouldn't be dick slapping like that in public. Hey, things are getting a little out of control here, Cunningham. The Fonz needs to take back control. Let's put on some tunes while I take care of this. Yo, what kind of crap music is this? Excuse me, did you just call Kendrick Lamar crap? Let's kick his ass! Yeah, let's get him! Hey, Richie! Sorry, Fonz, I'm just helping bridge the racial divide. I'm an ally now. You either with us or against us, Richie. I think it's time you go out back and make your first kill. If not, we have a serious problem. Um, sorry, Fonz. Hey. 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 And we are back. Uh, again, y'all know who it is. Felonious Monk here with my boy Dave Hellum. Mr. Greenweeds and our very special guest, Taronda Jones. Miss Jones in the Ta- building. Miss Jones. Ah. <laughs> I haven't seen her. I haven't heard of the Miss Jones. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we want to talk about some, some stuff that's, I guess, happening outside of the Blipster world, whatever. You know, other people be living and shit. Uh, <laughs> Like me, like, you know. Yeah, other people, <laughs> other people be living, they be doing shit or whatever. So I guess we should probably, you know, be more inclusive of shit that other people be doing. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> but just take a moment. Um, you know, rest in peace, Tupac. It's been 20 years uh, since Tupac's gone. His legend has continued to grow. He's probably more popular now than he was in during his life. And that's saying something. So uh, rest in peace, Tupac. I hope hip-hop is getting better. And in some ways, we see that it's not. It's still a lot of violence. We still got work to do. So, yeah. You know, let's take a day to reflect and think about. I remember when uh, that last video came out, I Ain't Mad At You. And remember, he was an angel in, in the video. And mm-hmm. I was just like, man, like this, that shit was like so prophetic about what, what happened to him. And mm-hmm. that's a sad ass video. Man, I remember I was in high school. I think I was a sophomore. And when people were crying. Cause like, you know, Tupac, he got shot all the time. So like when he got shot, <laughs> shit. we didn't think he was gonna die. I didn't, right. I was like, he, he gonna right. make it. And then he shit. didn't make it. And, and then I was hey, like, man, shit. I just want to talk about your phrasing for just a second. Yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm not, this isn't a judgment. <laughs> I just want to point out that you said, I mean, he got shot all the time. Like, like he was 1998. 
50 or some shit. Like, Damn. you know, you know, 50, he got shot. Yeah, but you know, 50 gets shot all the time. Like, you just hit me with the people get shot <laughs> every day. But he did, B. though. He, he got did. shot a lot. Day, yes. He got shot like Niggas five get shot times. every day, B. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but Pac did get shot often. Yeah. Like, Pac, Pac got shot everywhere, too all the time. Walked out the hospital. Like, yeah. uh, well, he that didn't, day out. He didn't really. You know, like, from the hospital, shot, he got rolled out of yeah, right. Because he got shot in the balls. Right? Right. He did. I mean, for me, like. That's right. I didn't really appreciate Pac until like really five years after he passed. Cause like while he was live, you know, everyone had him like very like a martyr and godlike. Yeah, yeah. And I was like this, you know, back then you you almost got caught in the choosing side. Yeah, you had to pick East Coast, you fuck with West Coast. And but it wasn't until like I mean, I liked his music, but it really wasn't until five years after he passed where mm. I was like, man, this motherfucker was like, actually, he was really, really dope. And comparatively to what's out here, he killing the game. Oh, you and can't really compare stuff you to, can't to what's com- out here really? now. No, but I'm saying like, but I'm saying <laughs> like, really can't. No, no, <laughs> I might could spend But hear me on this. No, no, feel me, feel me. I'm going deep though. Because like, Uh-oh. you'll hear something like, for example, my wife used to hate Wu-Tang Clan. <gasps> She's, what, what the fuck is Why would going? you put your wife she, out there? She, fam? she did. I know you shouldn't tell. You shouldn't tell the black people Ooh, that you. I, I want to see where this is going, man. But the point is, is like, <laughs> now you fast forward, right? You getting your time machine, your flux capacitor, and now you like, yo, Wu Tang Clan. It there's they undeniable. Ain't nothing to fuck so with. So it's this it, exactly. And so it's the, the same kids. thing with Pac. It's like sometimes you don't miss the water till the water is gone. Get, that's yeah, really the point it. that I'm making. You yeah. know, nah, so man, it, with uh, all the stuff that's out, a lot you learn to appreciate yeah. the stuff. Yeah. You know the music yeah. from back then. Yeah. You know what a little bit more. What, I get what, it. What's weird about the music that was back then is like you said, we were all forced to pick sides. Like you, if you if you were East Coast, if you fucked with the East Coast, even if you weren't from the East Coast, once you made that decision that you fuck with Biggie and you fuck with Wu Tang and you fuck with Nas and Jay was starting to come into his own, then you couldn't fuck with Pac. Like, that's how divided we it were. It was bad. And if you fuck with Pac, there was no rapper on the East Coast that you could accept as being good. And I, it's fucked up because you, it took all of us five years, 10 years yeah. to but, appreciate all of these other dope ass yeah. artists that weren't from your region or the region that you chose. Mm-hmm. If you don't want your producer all up in the videos. <laughs> come on, Shook. Come on, Shook. All in the video. Come on, Shook. <laughs> All on the albums. Dancing and come on, Shug. Taking that. Taking that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even to your point, Helen, like when you said that video, I felt even when he was visit when he got visiting the jail and got taken out of jail by Shug. I felt like that whole thing was what like video was real. This? This that wasn't a video. No, that was real. Oh, okay. When he was like, when he was literally in jail, remember? Because he got, he got, you know, he got hooked up on the charge, right? He got yeah, hooked yeah, up yeah. on the rape charge, and so didn't like, pay his bail? Didn't should have paid it? Yeah. And I was like, I swear to God, when it happened, I said to myself, man, that might be the beginning of the end right there, because oh, it's sure. kind of like you got visited. And sometimes when you, you know, everybody talk about it, get visited by angels, but the angel could be the evil or good. Mm-hmm. You so know, you were saying Suge was a. Ne- uh, <laughs> I, I'm not saying. All I'm saying is he got. Scared to say, oh, wait, you know, let me ask you a question. Are you scared, scared to say it because Suge's no, still alive? I no, think he's trying not. to say Suge like, is trouble. I feel yeah, like that's yeah, what he's saying. Yeah, 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 trouble, <laughs> trouble. <laughs> well, well, we all know trouble, but sometimes you just gotta know where you know you Fan. can deal with trouble, but you gotta know how you gotta deal with Shug it. Suge, not the type of friend you need. One of Suge's friends dies in the car beside him in Vegas. Suge ran over another one of his friends. I just saw that video. Spam, you running over your home? Like, don't, don't like. Me, yeah, if that's what you do with your friends, B. Like, Dre don't fuck with him. Snoop don't fuck with him. 
Pac dead. He ran over another one of his homies. He almost hit another one. It's like at some point, Shug, you the problem, my guy. Like it's yeah. not nobody fucking with you. Let me tell you how much people hate Shug Knight, y'all. Uh, so Straight Outta Compton came out. Shit. And you know everybody from I follow them from on Instagram, right? So they got like thousands of likes for each picture. Do you know who who would get like seventeen likes per picture? Sure. The, dude who the nigga sure. who played Suge Knight. <laughs> and I would feel like bad because O'Shea Jackson Jr. get he get like fifteen thousand likes per image. And the dude that plays Suge Knight, he'd be like, you know how you kill pop. <laughs> you know, it, it, it no, hold on, hold on. It, it, it wouldn't even be a number underneath his likes. You, you, still you, you can still see nine names. And I was just like, like but, his shit so he, so he can get to 11. But now that you know, like, he played his role very he well. He did a great he, job. He did, when people don't like you, yeah. like, you're just an actor. You're doing your job. So shout out to the imposter, uh, fake sugar. Fake sugar. I want to see this All Eyes on Me movie when it comes out. I don't know when it's supposed to come out, but the trailer looks kind of good. Well, I it's, know the soundtrack will be dude, decent. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. John Singleton, that's all good. Uh, <laughs> he's behind it? I didn't know John Singleton was, was, yeah, was behind it. John Singleton is the guy who created that genre. That's y'all cousin? That, that West Coast, good ass what? Showing you South Central, showing you Compton, <laughs> like, like if you saw an old John Singleton movie, then I feel like you could wear, you could be a cholo, or you could wear, you could be a blood or a crip. You knew enough about the culture because he made, he put you inside. You felt like they. But don't, did you did you know shit. that he, um, in uh, Baby Boy, that he was <laughs> selling CDs on the movie? Like no one peeped him in the movie. Uh-uh. Yeah, I saw that. Trying to sell CDs outside the. I don't know if it was a laundromat. He was outside a store trying to sell CDs. He did a Spike Lee. Or was moment. it Menaces? Wait. Which one was it? I don't know. He was selling CDs. He had on a black shirt. Goodness. It I had to be Baby Boy because Menace was uh, the huge. He was brother. selling CDs. And I was just like, wait, that's yep, John. Yep, yep. <laughs> and he was a mailman in Boys in the Hood. He was straight Alpha Hitchcock. This is That's the smooth part. And here's it, just to, to throw down. So I'm excited about that movie for, because if you think about what, what I just said, Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, mm-hmm. Higher Learning Rose with Shep, Baby Boy, uh, of course, Too Fast, Too Furious, Four Brothers. What? Yeah. This Too is Fast, all, this all, yeah. Yeah, you know, no, John Singleton is a director, too. director, and Empire, yeah. right? I was gonna yeah. say, uh, uh, director, director, the episode there, yeah. uh, produced Higher Learning, Shaft, Baby Boy, Hustle and Flow, Black Snake Moan, Illegal mm-hmm. Tender, wrote Boys in the Hood, wrote Poetic Justice, wrote Higher Learning, wrote the updated version of Shaft, and wrote Baby Boy. So when you see that kind of talent, now I'm starting to feel like y'all on some other shit. Because if that's family and Ty, you doing what you doing, Green, you doing what you doing, that shit gotta be genetic. We need to find out how your whole family gonna just get money like that <laughs> and to, to deconstruct I this shit. I kinda just found out he was my, my yeah. cousin, uh, my brother. I said, guess who's directing? This was the first season of Empire. Guess who's directing uh, right, one right, of right. our episodes? He said, who? I said, guess. He said, who? I said, John Singleton. You know, I'm a fan of Boys in All the movies you yeah. just, I'm a big fan of those. He was like, girl. You know, that's like, your cousin and I said don't tell me that cause you know I'll step up to him and I'll let him know hey, <laughs> what up cuz why you and, ain't not having me in one of your movies though we were cause? at the table read and he said look girl I'm gonna tell you something man keep doing your thing man I love you man you're doing your thing but you are hilarious and I'm like thank you but I got something I need to tell you but I'm gonna tell you after the table read he yeah. said what you gotta tell me and mind you this is the first day we met Word. I'm going to let you know. Just, I'm going to let you. He said, well, tell me. He started grabbing my hand. We walked up the stairs. He said, what, you, what is it? I said, I'm going to tell you when we get done at the table read. So every table I read we have it. and when we get a new director, they say, hey, give it up for so-and-so, so-and-so. This is our new director. You know, show him some love. And when they did that, John Singleton, he's our director. Show him some love. I, just, I jumped out of my seat and I'm like, yeah, that's my cousin. That's him. And they're like, wait. 
what? He looking at me all strange, well, like, I, yeah, 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 that's my cousin. So when we got done doing the table read, he came to me, he said, is that what you wanted to tell me? I said, yeah. He said, well, how are we related? I'm like, I don't even know yet, but I, I will find out. I'm going to text my out. brother, hold on. But he do kind of look like my granddad. <laughs> he looked just like my granddad. He so I, <laughs> so we going to take you. He do. He sure do. There it is. Uncle Jerry in the motherfucking crib. Speaking <laughs> of uh, speaking of directors, speaking of new shows, and speaking of rap music, uh, Childish Gambino uh, released a show. Donald the show Glover just started. Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, aka that's all the AKs I got for the. Did you know his name came from a, a generator? Yeah, the uh, Wu Tang generator, Wu Tang mm-hmm. name generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like Childish Gambino. It's, not a, it's, he's a, a, it's a, a cool fun name. Kid. No, yeah. I'm talking about him. Oh, period. just in general. Yeah, he's, he's a cool he's, kid. He's not a bad yeah. guy. You met him in person? Uh, no. I have not. S- super talented. Let's let's put, talented. let's put that out there. There's very super few talented. people who could do stand up, act, mm-hmm. and rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I mean, other than yourself, of course. But <laughs> that I'm thinking, about, I'm like, shit. Well, at least there's two that we know of. Uh, and he does it a little better than Nick Cannon, so we can give him that. That, that was unnecessary. That was, really that was like petty. Nick. No, that was but petty. Cool. That was petty. That was on me. Yeah, I really to. like Nick. Okay. That's fine. He's a cool guy I, I just feel as like well. as as Blips Like Podcast, sometimes we <laughs> give unsolicited opinions about That's shit that fine. we think is whack. All of us and got Tourette's nah, here kidding. a little bit. Uh, but yeah, he, he released... Shouting it. out whack shit. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, uh, a couple weeks ago when this airs, was the first episode of his new FX show, Atlanta. Uh, a lot of people apparently who... I haven't seen it, so I'm, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but a lot of people who saw the first episode thought it was a very accurate depiction of... Uh, certain parts of Atlanta has it, been critically acclaimed. Um, but I wanted to point out that right now is a really good fucking time for blackity black ass shows. Yeah. You know, you got Empire top rated show. Mm-hmm. You got Blackish is doing well. Gerard Carmichael's show is not mm-hmm. only critically acclaimed on NBC, but it's doing well in the ratings. How to get away with um, murder. How to get away scandal. with murder. Scandal. Of course, <laughs> Tower, paper shows. Of course Shonda, Shonda Land is just getting money. Yeah. And, and now you yeah. have uh, Atlanta on FX. Um, what? What the fuck is going on? Like it seemed like there was a long time where you couldn't get black people on a show. You, now I mean, you got a whole lot of blackity black ass. The nineties, right? That's what I'm saying. It's been it's been like the nineties, right? So you had the seventies, you had a few. Then the eighties, you had the Cosby Show going into uh, different, different world. world. Crack cocaine. You had li- Living Single, and then there seemed to be like a gap. Because I think they tried Homeboys and Out well, of Space. Well, Fox was holding down. If you was getting a yeah. job or a gig, it right. was, you had to be on Fox. Well, remember, they had Homeboys and Out of Space, and UPN had their whole, and everybody UPN was like, wait a minute, fam. Y'all ain't going to just do that. that y'all, was... y'all trying too much now. Homeboys and Out of Space, shout out to Flex. Um, congratulations. <laughs> against, well, I ain't mad at him. I'm still I mad. I love them as Michael Jackson. They had the black No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody stop the fucking presses. But, what, <laughs> motherfucker, what? what, what no, I get pissed. He said he liked them as Michael Jackson. When they put him in whiteface, I'm angry now. That was the worst I feel like you tried me right there. I just, I, you know, I, you, you I gave him a I, moment. Todd Tune, that I was like, didn't right. believe. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. That's what he no. said. One, he was too damn big. He was too big. He was too big. <laughs> Chin was too strong. He was taller than shit. Was One, really guys, strong. I'm... Oh. Kidding? No, you, oh, no, you watch it. Like, <laughs> it is my guilty pleasure. I did watch it like two times. I mean, some people, disgusting. some people like them, but I, me personally, no. I, I like didn't them on like the show. Them, I just watched. I it. like them on the show with uh, what's the young lady's name? She's, she's Kyla Pratt. Kyla Pratt. I, I like them on that show. One on one. I love her. Yeah, I love that show. Uh, you did. You having a moment? Yeah, I guess show about. She's old enough. I think she's old enough for you to have had a crush on. Nah, she is. She's grown. It's a grown woman now. 
She's grown. No, she's when did grown. you have a crush on her, fam? We was around the same age. I mean, I mean, might be like two or three years older than her. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's acceptable. I was just making yeah. sure you ain't have like. They have been right. in high school the same time. I don't, you know, I'm, I, they, all of those people, because I'm older, <laughs> like all of them being adults. and Like, it's still funny for me to see Rudy as an adult. Reagan Gomez, what up, bro? <laughs> Reagan, <laughs> well, she's an adult. I yeah, Reagan's close. Oh, I used to love but some yeah, Reagan Gomez. Looking at, at Rudy, like, Rudy is in her 30s now but it's still funny looking at her and I'm like yeah, I can't I went to college attractive you went, really? yeah she went yeah. to Spelman so right? I was in Morehouse and like no Delta day. no day this lady is this way younger than you no who Kyle Kyle Pratt. Pratt. How, yeah. how young is she she's not even 30 yet Hey man, fuck you first of all. Okay? <laughs> Are you mad at me? Cause you a creep, man. Don't get those. Cause he old. Hold that shit. Yeah, he hold that shit. Well, you need on the swings. Cause he old. He didn't have to say that though. He, I'm he thirty-five. Just, he could have like, just hey. said, "Show me how old she is." He didn't have to say. Now you said it, and I said she's way older. Now everybody knows you. You old. Thirty-five ain't old. Nah, it's not. But I'm just saying when when you had a crush on her. Somebody, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm saying. That's the one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm just asking when you had the crush yeah, on her. Yes. That's all I'm trying to. All right. Anyway, point is, a lot of good ass black shows on a lot of, and and reason that's a good thing is because it's always been hard for us to find work. Oh yeah. And to have that many shows, Empire is employing a whole slew of black Hollywood people. Yeah. Um, and then you have the Carmichael shows got six or seven black people on. They're getting job or getting money. Blackish got a whole slew of black people yeah. getting money. Uh, there are a lot of black writers right now in some writing a rooms. A lot of Tibbs just uh, one of shout. Second City. Shout out to John Tibbs. He was just here. Uh, John Thibodeau, Colbert. John Thibodeau. My man Josh Johnson is writing with Jimmy Fallon now. Mm. Uh, just a lot of, of of people who weren't getting opportunities getting them now. And I it's changing it. the way that we look at TV. I love it. Though. It's absolutely changing the numbers of voices that are there. So, you know, I, again, haven't seen Atlanta, but just to know that there's another show where a whole bunch of us are working and they're putting another perspective out because Donald Glover's black doesn't necessarily look like Anthony Anderson's black doesn't look like Gerard Carmichael's. And the only way we're going to tear down this idea that all black people look, act, and sound the same is to have a <laughs> bunch of different fucking shows. Thank you. Different it said a record. I, I don't know which, which record it said, but uh, I think it. Uh, for like a debut of of a cable network television show, I, I'll find the exact record it broke, but it's been getting a lot of critical acclaim uh, from just everybody. And I know that you, it was smart because on YouTube, you can watch the first episode. Yeah, the day right? after they showed it on on uh, they showed it on air, they actually aired it live on YouTube. They put the whole episode up mm. as and, it was and as an network, advertisement. Yeah, mm. the network said, "Hey, you didn't see catch last night's FX." That's Watch sweet. it on YouTube now. I'm That's like, smart. Fuck, wait, what? That's smart. Y'all put y'all whole shit up there. That is That's amazing. Smart. That's smart. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, and that's a good way to gain viewers too. I mean, it's a great way to gain viewers. It's a perfect advertisement. Absolutely. It's a brilliant advertisement, and it takes advantage of the fact that a lot of young people, specifically, because that's the, all of the networks that's are missing that. How can we get young people to tune in? Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't make young people do shit they don't want to do. But if you put it somewhere where they were already gonna go. Yeah. Now you you put it on YouTube, they're like, well, shit, I could watch this on my iPad. That's the only thing I hate about this generation. Like, uh, everything bro. is technology savvy. I hate it. <sighs> because yeah. I am not computer savvy. I am not phone savvy. I am not with the technology. I still read newspapers. Yeah. I still read newspapers. I mean, I, still I love some- it. I just got one delivered to me today. <laughs> Sometimes, like a motherfucker. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, they said Atlanta's premiere. So just to point, talk about what Dave said. Uh, the total audience delivery for the series premiere, telecast, and encore errands was three million total mm. viewers and one point nine million adults, eighteen forty nine. Which we were talking about the young That's people. Two thirds of their viewers were in that targeted demo. Um, which, for people who don't know, that's the reason that. 
I'm not on the nightly show anymore because the 18 to 49 year olds would not watch it. And we had good numbers, but the young people didn't watch it. And so y'all need to listen to this fucking podcast because I still got to feed these kids. Yeah, y'all listen fu- to this podcast. Thank you. Mark got to feed the kids. And Ty love the kids. Love the kids. <laughs> Ty like the Wu-Tang, love the kids. But anyway, um, great premiere. Good to see a lot of black folks working. Um, and for the white people who are listening going, what about us? We want to work too. Oh, motherfucker, you've been working. Relax. It's fine. Nobody's going to cut you out. Y'all, they'll make a new station. Trump's trying to make one now, so you'll keep having work. Just okay. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do Dave's story time. Although Dave told me he's not excited about this. I don't uh-oh. Why are you not? A, nah, we'll talk about we'll it when we come back. It. We'll take a break. Are you tired of getting into your rideshare car here in Katy Perry and have your driver go on about their juice cleanse or some shit? Then try FUBA, the ride-sharing app for people of color. With FUBA, you'll only hear dope tunes, and our drivers won't say shit unless you start talking first. And remember, FUBA never charges for time spent getting pulled over. That's on us. Whoop, whoop. So next time you don't want to be discriminated against by a passing cab driver, use FUBA, the ride-sharing app for people of color. Excluding the colors white, red, and yellow. Okay. Anyway, we're back. I, that was weird. We just took we took her off the. We're gonna. All right. Uh, okay, listen. All right. Y'all know I don't have catch a, up. Let's make them catch let's up. Let's catch you motherfuckers up because we were off air and I was taking shots at Hennessy. I made that up. That's not true. I okay. was not doing that. Yeah. Uh, we were off the air and we were just talking about some other things that uh, we were gonna mention. And one of the stories that came out this week: Brandon Marshall, uh, former Chicago Bear wide receiver, now plays for. Some other team. Nobody gives a shit if he doesn't. Play that's not that Brandon Marshall. That's it, not. That's the, that's the other Brandon Marshall that uh, lost his endorsement. Denver. How many Brandon Marshalls? Yeah. Are Denver Broncos. Yeah, the Denver, the Denver Broncos. Brandon Marshall. And, and, and you saying that one never? Yeah, played. y'all definitely not speaking my language. I don't. Play? I don't know anything. That about Marshall no never worries. played. For the Bulls. No worries. <laughs> I don't know anything about football. You said that Brandon Marshall never played for the Bulls. Bears? No, no. I'm talking about. Uh, that's the same Brandon Marshall. You talking about the linebacker? Yeah. For Denver. Oh, that Brandon Marshall. Super Bowl. That's champion. who lost his endorsement. Well, that's fucked up. Because that Brandon Marshall ain't even speak as okay. Because he's like a two. Well, how did he But he's a one because he actually won a Super Bowl. Because he spoke out. Okay, so anyway, Brandon Marshall from uh, the, Denver the Denver Broncos took a knee during a Star Spangled Banner like Colin Kaepernick. <sighs> and a couple of companies that he had endorsement deals with decided that that was not something they could tolerate. They, took his, they snatched his endorsements from him. In comes Russell Simmons. And says, I got a lot of money. Fuck those guys. Uh, if you want some endorsements, come over here. I'll give you a rush card endorsement. I'm going to hook you up. Whatever money you lost, I'm going to hook you up. It's going to be great. Fuck those guys. Listen, no, we don't need that money. Uh, and that was an actual video clip of Russell Simmons. Uh, that was me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Russell Simmons offered to, uh, you know, give him some money. And I, I'm, I've been making fun of it because the endorsement that he, he was offering him was the rush card. And I have okay. my own personal issues with the rush card being kind of, you know, like that takes advantage of some people who are poor. However, comma, one of the things that we were talking about, because uh, Ty was saying that she got a chance to uh, yeah. meet with him. And she had a takeaway from it that I thought was interesting. When you met him, how did, what did he make, how did he make you feel? Like I was family. <laughs> he embraced me like I was literally family. Like he had already known me for years. And I thought that was super cool. Because, you know, like, like you said, moguls, he's a mogul. Yeah. And you would think, okay, I don't have time for these small people. That's how I look at it. Right. That's how I look at Hollywood, period. Right. You know, I go out vibes. I don't mm. walk up to anybody who I feel like, okay, I'm gonna make she them might be a little stinky. Yeah. She might be a little weird. And But um, I saw him. I saw his assistant because I was acquainted with his assistant. And I waved. And he was like, hey, come up here. You know, let's come say hey. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, come on, you know, it's Russell Simmons, I don't know, but I went up there and uh, she's like, hey girl, you know, I'm proud of you, everything you do, you know, good job, keep doing what you're doing, anything you need, let me know. 
I want to say you, you got five dollars on you. No, I just <laughs> let me hold something. I ain't doing bad yeah, right I mean, now. You know, I'm just kidding. But yeah, he was a real humble dude, real cool dude. And that's the that's the thing that so business is business and per, personal is personal. And I said that because I have a, there are a lot of people in comedy who, um, for various reasons, Russell Simmons is helping to make money with all Def Digital. I have friends who are poets. Uh, shout out to Bossy Ickby, the dope ass poet who used to be on uh, Def Poetry Jam. And then, of course, we all know Def Comedy Jam and Def Def Jam. Jam. And the number of people that he's put to work, specifically in the black community, but just in general, is phenomenal. So he's made his money, but he's also made money for a lot of other people. So I take that with a grain of salt. I understand what Rush Card is, et cetera, et cetera. But it's opportunities like this where you say, hey, he's going to give another dude some money because he saw that dude lost money unjustly. Mm -hmm. I fuck with that. You know, hopefully they get their Rush Card situation straight too because there were a lot of people who couldn't pay their bills because their money won't show up on their rush he should have gave him a fat farm endorsement no he shouldn't have Dave and okay. never say that again I, he, say I, that I remember again. you shout out to all the people with fat farm shoes no don't shout out to any of those people if you want <laughs> Yeah. Un- unshout yourself out if you heard this and you're wearing fat farm shoes Dave don't fucking encourage those people I mean, but if fat you, farm you house wear what Darion. you want to wear okay. you know what I'm saying I, mean, I, I still wear Pilas Pilas are dope Pilas are dope I'm judgy if so you wear, like if you wear FUBU unironically then then you gotta be See, 45 they still old. make no. Pilas that's the difference they make but I can they still find make, some FUBU and fat farm they don't make fat farm if you bought FUBU you know who you know who does a good job at farm you know who does a good job at that you ever watch the telenovela the the mexican like uh, uh every now and then they be you wearing do, fat farm? no they wear jordash like brand fucking new jordash crispy with the line still in them the blue is still blue and i want to know where you get fresh jordash from where you get brand new jo- you don't buy you can't buy them like jeans like jeans you like you get, can't go to macy's uh, and they like oh we got well, the no. 80s look jordash no so i figure if you they got the plug they got the plug they probably they got, got the, brand new fubu powder blue fubu Love with it. the dark blue at the, the top with the 05 they probably still got, they the, got plug, the plug man. i mean it didn't make me go buy his uh fat farm but when he came and spoke at columbia i thought he was super dope did he, you want the fat album shirt not but a little bit know, well i thought he was just dope because he just dropped seeds yeah. he just he just dropped bombs you yeah. see and he was not really like hey he didn't have a plan or agenda he wasn't looking at a notepad he was just like yo what y'all want to talk about? I mean, who talking can, about Russell who gonna tell him otherwise? Went, who gonna tell know? Russell Simmons to shut up? But the thing about Russell, but the is, thing was, everything he said was just dope. Like I, I can't even remember because I, you know, smoked a lot since. But oh I just Lord. thought it was. I, I definitely remember the experience was great. <laughs> we we gonna just trust that it was really good stuff. That he it said, was excellent, even though you can't repeat it because mm-hmm. uh, of high. But the <laughs> thing when I was growing up, I wanted to be a businessman. That was like mostly because my mom wanted me to be a businessman. And I always looked at Russell Simmons as the type of businessman I wanted to be because he didn't wear suits. Right. He wore baseball caps. Yeah. He polo dressed shirt. with polo Jeans. shirts, fisherman hats. Yeah, he and wore, K-Swiss. wore buckets, no, K-Swiss. <laughs> and then he started wearing fat form and yeah. uh, whatever. But yeah, yeah, no, I just, I always wanted, because I always felt like he was the type of businessman who did it his way. Yeah. And he took, he took enough of the hip hop in the street into the boardroom and made it accessible for the rest of us. And I don't think there's a Jay-Z becoming the president of Def Jam if Russell Simmons wasn't the original creative Def Jam. For I don't sure. think that 50 Cent becomes the mogul that he is if it's not for Russell Simmons. I don't for think sure. that Diddy becomes Diddy if it's not for Russell Simmons. So yeah. Russell Russell did ah. more than paved the way and he's still relevant now. There's mm-hmm. no that's dope. Ja Rule without Tupac. Don't ever say that shit again, fam. Don't ever compare. Don't ever say the two no. of them in the same sentence. Unless I get, did you see my face? Unless the <laughs> sentence confused. is, there's no Ja Rule. Ah, there's no Period. Ja Rule. Tupac, thank you for creating Ja Rule. Oh. 
That's and actually the thing about man. Tupac that are you, I don't are you like. A fan of Jaru? You like Jaru? <laughs> Only when we talk about 9-11. And we, and we, what the fuck is happening right now? And what, what, what you, what you, you got down on that pad? Remember what you smoking? <laughs> fam, is the tablets with this? Are you doing acid? Let him talk. What are you I'm Because I'm so confused. I'm trying to catch up. I'm protesting the rest of this shit. What you got on that pad there? You just talking about how, you know, Russell Simmons just was an inspiration to, I'm just thinking, like we're talking about Tupac, and we didn't mention how Ja Rule was like a direct descendant of Tupac style. And then I remember during 9 11 on, on TRL, they was like, What does Ja Rule think about the 9 uh, 11 bombings? And I was, and then Dave Chabelle had this great joke about, like, Why do we give a fuck about Ja Rule talking about 9 11? And then that just came into my mind. And I don't like the way you think anymore. That's okay. I don't think we're friends. Yeah, what else you got on that pad? Anything <laughs> other moderate. than that? I don't, I don't have, I'm, I'm not, I can't moderate this shit. I'm, now I'm, I'm Leave him alone. I, <laughs> He's entitled to his opinion. He's entitled to you know tell his story. Man, you know what? Sure, man. Whatever. I'm cool with it, Dave. All I'm I say, get it. Dave, I want to I cut. I, like, we're supposed to go into Dave's story time right now, but I'm so pissed about this Ja Rule business. No, no, no. I'm so upset about this Ja Rule, because now I can't stop hearing that song in my head, man, and I'm not going to... No, we all need a lady, baby. <laughs> Because I... What would I be without you? <laughs> I can't uh, say this. Uh, hey, I'll lighten it up a little bit. How we related? How we related? Oh, it's weird. It's yeah, he so does many keep of saying us. cousin. I ain't yeah, know this is this is my or... cousin, my blood cousin. This is my mom's first cousin. You're my second cousin. Yes, you're. You're older than me. Like you would know the fucking bit. story you're better so, than I would. Okay, so your 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 grandmother, your grandmother. And and my grandfather are brothers and sisters. Okay, there you go. Uh, daddy, bro, God rest his soul. He's he's a little older than your mother. Your he's the one that looks like John Singleton, or John Singleton looks like he's him. a cow, he's a cowboy. Yo, like. yo, 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 yo. He's a big time cowboy, <laughs> pistol in the boot type dude. Stop there. You know what I'm saying? Because Dave wants to ask, is that where you got your style? Yes. I thought that's what was coming. I knew. Yes. That's I what you were thinking? My, my whole family got a little cowboy, uh, yeah, cowgirl, yeah, because my grandmother was blues. a big fan of the hats. My, my granddad we call, we call was a blues player. Yeah, we yep. call Greenway's a space cowboy. That's yep. our, that's his that's his shit. I mean, I, that's I, what he is. I mean, like, <laughs> on Dorothy, she's, she's still watching Bonanza and, like, Gunsmoke and, and Big Valley, and sometimes I go through there and peep it with her. So, like, yeah, it, it's, it runs in our family, like, that whole rancher, cowboy, cowgirl thing, it runs really deep. And there's a, there's a big need for that on the south side. There's a lot of open, no cowboys. They need, like, ranchers. We need a lot of, we need a lot of uh, gang wranglers. We need ranchers that can uh, dude, also you gotta herd lasso motherfuckers <laughs> shooting people. Get that right, shit off. Man. You got to hurt them. All right. All right. We, we're going to, uh, Dave is, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get over this Jarrell shit, man. Look at his face. I, no, I didn't think I hurt my feelings. He hurt everybody. Okay, he hurt Dave? Tupac family's face. All right, listen, we're going to do this. We're going to get Dave's story time over so we can talk to Dave about whatever his issues are right now. He's in another place. I'm a therapist, so uh, maybe I can help you. Yeah. Damn, she is amazing. No, I'm just she does <laughs> hair, make clothes. She acts. She got 16 bars, and she's a master of social work. So if you got issues, <laughs> right into the show. And a master and chef champ. Don't and a master, a master chef champ. Yes. Uh, Dave, you had a dope-ass weekend, man. Let's let's talk about your amazing fucking weekend. Uh, this yeah, week's Dave's story it. time. Uh, so this weekend has been great. So um, this weekend we had 
to we got to participate in Scout Fest with, uh, with Afro mm-hmm. Futurism. So we got to meet a lot of great industry. Right? Tell, them, tell them what Scout Fest. Is. I'm sorry. Scout Fest is a uh, festival created by uh, Marissa Ross and Brooke Shoemaker in order to get the industry from New York and LA to come see. Uh, things in Chicago that they might not be aware of. So we got to meet a lot of great industry people that came through from ABC, NBC Comedy Central, et cetera. CAA, Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three Arts. Three Arts, yeah. All this, all this dope stuff. And that, that was really dope, just being able to have somebody tell you that, you know what, you are not a fuck up like your mother told you, oh. right? And so thank you uh, for people who have emailed me affirmations about my career, honestly. Um, I, that was very important to me, Ty. Um, <laughs> But last night, I got to hang out with uh, Eric Andre and uh, Hannibal Burris. And Dave's story time is going to be about the time I was in L.A. And I got to go to Eric Andre's house. Mm. Now, I've never, been to, I've never <laughs> been to Hollywood before. So we're in the hills. And you hear crazy stories about the hills, right? So I'm just, I'm there. You know, we eating food, just crab legs and shit. I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Thank you, Eric Andre. And, you know, he was like, man, make yourself comfortable. I sit down. I'm like, man, this is great. Thank you for this food. And then I turn around and I just see pubic hair in my face because Eric Andre has just got butt naked in, in front of everybody. And this is a regular thing. Now, last night at the show, he got butt naked too. So I, I thought it was just the fact what? that he felt so comfortable around like me that he wanted to get naked. But it's just he's secure in his nakedity. Is that a word? It's definitely not. Nakedity? Nudity. Right, or is okay. he averse to clothes? There you go. Right, so um, <laughs> I just want to be that free fuck man. cotton, fuck linen. I just really fucked up that fuck the way suede. you phrased the beginning of that. Fuck leather. I was about to ask you if you needed help because you were like, I just I sat down. I was like, thank you for this food, and then I turned around. It was pubic hair on my face. I was like, what does he have to do for this food? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not even. Like, I don't even really want to strange eat. for some crab uh, legs, yeah, man. Like, fam, I don't wow. think this I'm is about to bust food. it open for a burger, bitch. I just thought you were going to tell me that you, <laughs> oh you, you, you popped it on a handstand for, for a buffet. For crab legs, For a craft. And, and uh, to be honest, I feel like it was probably going to be like Eric Andre stole the rest of the craft foods from the Eric Andre show and just bought it to his house. <sighs> and no. you could have got that for free, fam. You didn't have to do dang, dang. whatever you did. But now I'm glad to know that it was just... Was he really like... Or did he have like a sock on yeah, it, or something he, like Yeah, it, it was a leopard skin uh, dick sock. And I've just, I didn't know this happens, but apparently this is just nothing. Like, no, it's something. Just, I don't give how a fuck how used feel? people get to it. Yeah. This is my thing. Trust me. Now, here's how the thing. Feel? It's a crowded house full of people, right? So everybody's just like, yo, this is just what he does. So you tend to, human nature, you just tend to follow the vibe of what's going on. So if nobody else is bothered by it, I can't be bothered by it. I just enjoy my hot dogs and crab legs. I wouldn't have eaten the hot dog at that I wouldn't have the hot dog. I'd have had a... Let's start with that. Or crab legs. You said what? It would have just bothered me. Like, like I'd just... I don't know. Can y'all cut it into small pieces for me? I want to eat mine with a fork. I'm not a really one. Like one, no one wants to, hot dog no, no one wants to know how the sausage was made. Oh Man, I don't goodness. want to say sausage anymore. Honestly, I, this is no, all no phallic foods anymore. No phallic no, foods. No. And, and, and listen, that makes me feel even worse because now I'm like, oh man, I should I should be more secure in my masculinity. I was very secure eating my hot dog. I thought a naked man. I thought you played it real right though. Actually, you I was hungry. I'm gonna keep it a buck. If somebody pubic hairs are close enough for me to notice that they're pubic hairs. I'm probably elbowing him. So congratulations on your growth, man. I think you've come I a long like, way. He said he was very comfortable eating a hot dog I, in front of a naked we, we man. We just let I Dave just want to, like, in, in the back of my out. head, this is the picture I'm having in the back of my head. Do you know how expensive Not how you is? eating it. I'm talking about, like, licking it, twirling oh. the hot dog, winking your eye, yeah. <laughs> bringing it from your nose down to your chest. 
Rub it on your it in nipples. The elbow, smiling wickedly. Took milking it. Took it out the bowl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. Did you say milking the hot dog? I need That's why I like my hot dog to be done. I don't want to know anything else about anybody. I need y'all to open up y'all third I'm not opening it. But you know what, real talk? No, for real. I'm not opening shit around a nigga. He said something keto. He said something keto spoke to my heart. You did it out of practicality. You was hungry. LA is expensive. If I'm around free food, I'm eat, I don't care. I thought that you know, I just that understand the industry. I understand it, the industry so much better now. Him, so. neck, him being naked was just a detail. But I was gonna eat the hot dog regardless. So, yeah. like, what happened afterwards? Nothing. Y'all just Did y'all cuddle. No, I mean, y'all exchange numbers. I was talking to Gerard Carmichael outside, and like he was just walking around his house naked. So like that was a whole different thing. I feel I, like Gerard walked outside because he was uncomfortable. He was, was like, yo, family. He's like, I'm not gonna make a scene. No, but it's I'm also like, not gonna be in here with this naked ass man. It, he probably sock. used to it, so he probably like he doing it again. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he go. doing it again. But why, why? <laughs> Shout out to Eric Andre for. We got to be more progressive. If people want to be naked, I don't, I don't think we have to. If people want to be naked while we eat phallic shaped mm. food, nope. like that's just that's that's gross. Can I be honest with you? When you say things like we have to be, it feels like there's a mandate or we have an obligation. I don't have to allow anybody to have their dick anywhere near my hot dogs. You I understand mean, what I'm saying? that's that's the thing that I mean. I'm not saying that other people aren't free. To allow people to swing their dicks be okay. around their hot dogs, I'm, I'm just, I'm not that. I haven't I, evolved. As long as you I don't have no hair on your plate, like you should be. Out. I don't know if I'm into that, but I am into. You're not like, sure. I, I don't. I don't think I'm into that, but I think I am into like the whole concept of what animals do on the whole butt sniffing if you cool type thing. You know what? Like this, when this, you sniff, hey, hey, like then hey, you get your sniff. Where's the engineer? Where's the engineer? Where's the engineer? You say, the, everybody, you say, you say, you know what? That's the end. She's cool. Nope. Nope. You take away, but nope. she's cool. Nope. I like her vibe. Nope. <laughs> she come up to me, Green she weeds. sniff my ass, and she be like, and I, she, be, you know, he's kind of cool. Dave, you can't I even can tell roll him to him. Stop. Dave, you can't tell him to stop. stop. You don't have the moral high ground at this point you to tell him not to sniff her I'm ass. I'm just saying, if you I'm ain't okay. dick dogs, <laughs> you okay over there, cuz? <laughs> This y'all, side of the you table, know, you, you guys Ty and I have decided that this shit. <laughs> y'all deep. Hey, they, they made another doing blips of life again. This shit is over. They made it's a good. Deep. They made a good um, rule. I don't know if I'll come back again. They made I don't know rule. if I will. This is my fucking podcast. <laughs> this, is, this is deep. They made a okay. good rule, and you can like dip the bread like it with scallops and hey, stuff. Can you, like, can, can you cut his mic? I'm done with this. This motherfucker is. You, you know what? You cut off. You get no more drinks. <laughs> What the fuck? This dude is sniffing ass. He only asses. had water. He eating ass. Look, he only folks. had water. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, this week we've had uh, the amazing Tyronda Jones. Please uh, catch her this season. Wednesday night, two days from tonight, uh, her show comes back. And I said her show. Like, I mean, I know they got little Terrence I'm Howard and, yeah, and, and Taraji Pienson, but, but the Porsche show comes back on Wednesday <laughs> night. Uh, and it's going to be fucking amazing again. Shout out to Fox for giving black people jobs. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Greenweeds, for, for hooking this uh, interview up. No, but thank also, us. No, thank wait, wait, wait. I wasn't finished oh, with sorry. you. Oh, oh, sorry. Thank you for hooking this interview up, but also fuck you for that butt sniffing part. <laughs> We got beef. Right when now. it happens, you will realize my concept in fruition. Ooh, Dave, uh, congratulations on a very successful Scout Fest. And uh, also, fuck you for eating dick dogs. <laughs> my name is Felonius Monk. It's been the Blips Life Podcast. Once again, thanks to our guest, Tyronda Jones, hey. a.k.a. Ty, a.k.a. Nah, my name Portia. <laughs> uh, we'll see y'all again next week. Hey, subscribe, like, comment on this podcast. Listen to this podcast. Share it with your mom. She'll love this shit, just like your auntie loved me back in the 80s. I hugged your boy. Yeah. Yeah.
Let's talk lipster, black life hipsters, hat game strong, just like sisters, unapologetic, cause we be winning, smooth blends, butt crew, soft as white linen, women like lipster life, dough flow selfless, flyer than a flyer, yo we can't help it, straight up professionals, ready for showtime, corny shit cool now, but we can't co-sign, slick as slider hand, not a flash in the pan, but exciting as a diva that you stash in your pants, and it's lipster life, modern day rap pack, pick of the day, sort of like your snapchat, that's our cold style, mobile beat, real high profile, but low key, but believe in me, second city panel, and I'm from the second city where I'm live on the chat, boom, piece of three peak, Sonya Denis, Billy Bungaraw, Tips, Tyler A, spin a disc with your boy. Lipster Life Podcast, produced by Felonious Monk, Dave Hellum, Marcel, Mr. Greenweeds Wilkes, and The Second City. This week's sketch writers, Marcel, Greenweeds Wilkes, and Ed Furman. Voice acting by Tyronda Jones, Scott Moorhead, Jameson Webb, Greenweeds, and rising star Ben the People's Champ Jones. Lipster Life Podcast, brought to you by Fuber.